Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you are tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I wanted to continue the conversation that I began, and I'm spreading this teaching over several days because I want you to get all the little nuances of what's being said here. Now, we began the conversation about the disciples existing in this paradox or this contradiction where they have faith, but they're operating in fear. And what I began to tell you was that that is not the will of God for your life. It, God does not want you to exist in fear or to operate in fear because, as First John tells us, fear has torment. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. So it is not God's will for you to operate in fear. And so yesterday on the program, I began to tell you how Christ counteracts that fear and provides access and an invitation for you to go further into the peace of God, that peace that passes all understanding. Now, one of the things that begins the initiation of this process is to come into this contact or this experience with the crucified and resurrected Savior. And he does this by coming into the room to the scared disciples and saying, peace be unto you. And then he shows them his hands and his side. The proof of the crucifixion and him standing there alive and well is the proof of the resurrection. So he shows them that. And as we talked about yesterday, that proof of the crucifixion and the resurrection is the confirmation or the manifestation of God's love for his people. That he loved us so much that he sent his son to die in our place and as us. That he sent him to die for us and as us. Now, then it goes further because the next verse is the disciples were glad. The disciples were glad. See, a lot of people will say perfect love casts out all fear and they leave it at that, but they don't understand that there is a necessary progression here. And let me let me explain. For several years, and I've shared in past on this podcast that I have struggled with depression up until a few months ago. For five years, maybe longer, I struggled with severe forms of depression. And God broke that off of me by inducing a baptism of joy. And it was a wonderful experience. But what I learned through this process and other processes like it, other experiences like it, is that joy becomes the counter to anxiety and fear and depression. Now, let me give you a good real-world example. My son, my wife used to struggle with anxiety, and my son actually has been tempted, and anxiety has tried to sink its evil claws into him. And one day, he lost his first tooth. This has been a couple years ago, and he panicked. You know, what happens if I swallow it? What happens, you know, if if it breaks off? Will I bleed to death? And he asked just like a hundred questions about what happens if he loses this tooth. And my wife was so patient and she was sitting there and she answered all of his questions. And for like an hour, they just, he asked a question, she answered, he asked a question, she answered. And then all of a sudden she ends up breaking forth into this beautiful laughter and he ends up laughing with her. Now in psychology, this is called attunement where a bigger brain, quote unquote, or a more emotionally mature brain will attune 
to a less emotionally mature brain and help walk it through this place of fear and anxiety back to a place of joy. Now, this is exactly what Paul does in his epistle to the Philippians. He they are he had received a report from them and he is answering all of these questions that you don't see asked in the epistle itself because he is answering a report that he had received concerning them. And each of these questions that he's answering, he follows it up with a constant reminder to rejoice or to return to joy or for the furtherance of your joy or in this I joy and you rejoice with me and I rejo- uh, and you joy and I rejoice with you. And it's this constant reminder or push towards joy while he is answering their questions. See, Paul, through the epistle, is attuning to the Philippian church and trying to bring them through fear and anxiety and back to a place of joy. So what Christ is doing here is he is showing them the expression of love and letting them have this attuning experience to bring them from fear into a place of gladness. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. God bless and have a great day.